Hey, Joy, what time is it? It's time for the Cruise Day Fun Podcast. That's right. And we've got an exciting topic for you this week. This week, we're going to talk about stateroom selection. So if you're curious about which stateroom to choose, which stateroom to not choose, if you're contemplating for an upcoming cruise, if you've been on a cruise before, if you haven't been on a cruise before, we all need a stateroom. Let's yeah. talk about it. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> We're going now. <laughs> okay. So um, if you have questions, put them in the comments down below. If you've been on cruises before and you have advice and tips of your own to share, share them again by commenting down below. Um, we, we are going to share some tips. We're going to share our opinions. It's going to be a lot of fun. It is. <laughs> See, we're going now. We are so going. So. Let's start off by talking about um, the different stateroom categories. Pros and cons. Pros, Pros and, cons. and cons. Okay, you gotta do that for all these. Okay. Pros and cons. Let's start. Let's start with the smallest, the, the, the typical of the typical stateroom. The, the smallest, smallest. The, usually the least expensive, the inside or interior cabin. What would you say is the are the pros and cons of the inside uh, cabin or stateroom? Pros, you save money. Well, that's a good pro. I like Two. that. You can stop there. <laughs> Cha-ching. Two, okay. you get a really good night's sleep because it's really dark. Yes. Three, you, you're you only using the room to sleep in. You and are? Change, and change, oh. generally. So yeah. you have more time to go explore the ship and see and hang out on the belt or hang out on the deck, the Lido deck or the different decks. <laughs> Any of the decks. Any of the decks. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and four, you'll be having so much fun being everywhere else that it won't you won't mind the inside room. So I'm canceling our upcoming balcony no. uh, because you have sold me on the inside. So are there any more pros or do we need to move to cons? Mm, uh, Let's no. go to cons. <laughs> People can comment below and let us know if we missed anything. What are the cons of the thrifty? but small inside stateroom. It is small. Oh, okay. That's a con, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, there's no balcony. <laughs> no, there's not even a window. Not even, not a, even, not a, even window a porthole. Either. No yeah. portal. That's, that goes back to what you're saying about how dark it gets at night because it's walls and a door. It's really dark. So you have to bring your own little light, nightlight to that's... move it around that's, in your cabin that's a good tip if you keep in track if you keep in track at home there's or a tip you, or you need to turn on the bathroom light and close the door so the little light under <laughs> from the bathroom light goes yeah, underneath but, the door <laughs> yeah that works at home but on a moving ship that door will probably get closed eventually and if the ship is moving at any kind of speed oh yeah yeah make... i like your little light idea the little <laughs> Like we've taken the little tea lights, or we uh -huh. mentioned before that, that the gift we got that's like the motion light that you can put over by the bathroom. Yeah, um, it's nice. Yes. So, any other cons we should talk about with the interior? You said it's small. You get really close to the people that you're staying with. That's a con. You've only sailed with me. <laughs> You've only shared the interior cabin with me. Well, I was just thinking for I'm other a people. Feminine. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> what about other people? Yeah, like... I, I I understand. So what about 
the fact that this, it is smaller. So as a result of that, you not only have less room, but there's less room for them to put extra things like maybe a couch yeah. or a big desk. Or a big desk. Yeah. So you sometimes have fewer um, furnishings or amenities in an inside cabin. Right. And we've talked about uh, a lot of times, we've only done inside cabin once, right? Right. And, and that was the worst one <laughs> so to do it, was, it on. Oh, oh yeah. Alaskan okay. Well, let's, yeah. Okay. Let's, we've explained that before. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, we mentioned another thing is most of the uh, cruise lines and most of the inside staterooms, you can have the bed together or is separated. And we made, we just were like, well, we'll have it together. That's just like we normally do it. Right. But then what happens is that little tiny aisle that you have down the middle, if you split the beds, becomes half the size on each of the sides of the bed it's simple math right and it makes it real hard to get around especially if at the end of the bed like in our cabin on one side you have a little corner desk and on the other side you have like like i forget some sort of chair or something. i forget I don't it was do there math. But you kind of had to squeeze around the ends of the bed so split the beds, split the beds you get more room. so that's the inside cabin if we miss anything comment below let's move on to the next usually slightly bigger but sometimes about the same size as an inside but at least you have a window yeah it's the ocean view stateroom with either a picture window or a porthole what yeah. are the pros and cons of an ocean view you get a picture window or a porthole <laughs> so you can see you can see the water oh seeing water yeah okay. see yeah. see your see the port you're cruising up on yeah and that's just if you have a porthole it's, right, it, you have to you have to have a sea hole if you want to see the ocean, right? Right. I don't think that's why I, it's called that. Anyway, so the ocean view, pro, you got the you got the, the the window, and sometimes the window has a ledge, so you can put your towel animals there or other miscellaneous stuff that doesn't fit on the counter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess that's a pro. Um, what about what what about one of the pros you said for an inside? And keep in mind, we're going to be talking about some other bigger cabins that are many here or staterooms. What about that? It's still cheaper than yeah, a lot of other options. Yeah, it's still cheaper. Exactly. Save more money. So maybe not. A, you might pay more than than an inside. But and it can hold more. It can hold like two to three people. Can well, it, it depends on the stateroom, depends on yeah. the ship, the cruise line, all that. So yeah, um, sometimes a little bigger. I mean, there's some ocean ocean view cabins out there that are actually smaller than some inside cabins. So it's not a mm -hmm. hard fast rule, but generally, they're about the same size, or the ocean view might be a little larger. So it, it, you you want to check. You want to check. And the other pro is because it's just small, generally small. It mm -hmm. forces you to mingle with other people or check out the decks or Wait, is that a pro or a con it's a pro oh okay well yay we're meeting new people yeah hey I could... or you're hanging out on the pool deck or uh -huh. at a bar just well i hope we drinking. do that. i hope we do that regardless of what kind of state <laughs> that's <we're> right <laughs> okay so uh that's pros we kind of i feel like we kind of got our toes into what could be cons any any cons other cons that we should talk about or pros or cons either way um, if you get motion sickness, don't look out the window. <laughs> yeah, well, we've talked about that in other videos and wh which cabin. We'll get to that. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Let's stick with the cabin types, the stateroom types. I'll use those two okay. terms interchangeably. Okay. Because on the cruise line, they use it. So, so you have less furniture. You Yeah, we kind of talked about that. Yep, kind of like yeah. the inside. Yep. And um, 
No. Comment down below if you have any others for the ocean view. Yeah. We got to move on to our favorite, or at least the one we've used, we've we've booked the most, and that's the balcony, which is also known as a veranda or a terrace, depending on the cruise line. That's right. Um, or ship you're on. But the balcony cabin or stateroom, what are the pros to the balcony? The pros to the to the balcony is you have a balcony. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're starting these all off with ocean view you've got a view of the ocean balcony room you got a balcony hey. wow wait till we get to the suites you can tell people you get a suite <laughs> no it's not that kind no so it it comes with a balcony and it makes it easy to go out on your balcony see the ports that are coming in or not coming in but going by or that you're stopping you're i hope they're not floating by us <laughs> yes as you pass by the ports i understand right. what you're saying and you and can also see the ocean. Maybe you can see, see a whale or something. Or dolphins. <laughs> or seagulls. Yeah. But it's you could you could see a lot of that from other places on the ship, like up on Lido deck, or you know, you can you can But this is your own balcony. Private, right. right. That's that's good. What other pros are there to the balcony? Other if you than, like to have coffee in the morning and go yes, out I on do. your balcony, mm -hmm. or if you like to have a drink or a cocktail and oh. relax in the evening and see talking. the sunset. That's a great place to see. And you're not surrounded by all these other people that are, you have to. <laughs> you were just saying. A, you were just saying a few minutes ago that one of the advantages of these smaller cabins is that you you'll be forced to go out and be around all these people. Now you just want to. I guess it depends on your preference <laughs> or your mood that day. Maybe after a long day in port, you're like, I'm glad I got a balcony. I can sit back and relax on Have my balcony. Have a drink on my balcony and not play elbow tag with other people <laughs> on the theater deck. Okay. Exactly. So also with the balcony, I would say what I was mentioning before about the smaller cabins is the disadvantages that they can't even fit much furniture in there. Mm -hmm. And you kind of squeeze and get around. Well, the balconies, you typically are going to have more room. Mm -hmm. You typically can have a little bit more furniture, like you usually have a couch or some sort of chair set up. And, or like um, a desk. Mm -hmm. Yep. And you might even have some things like you might have a little bit bigger TV. You know, obviously you've got the extra space from the balcony. You may the have bathroom. a refrigerator. You may. And you may you may have a smaller cabins too. It is All this is kind of varies. But um, as a, generally speaking, there's going to be some extra space things. And like your your bathroom, I was going to say, it, it may be a little bit bigger. You might have a little bit more room. So yeah. you, you might have more closet space. So exactly. you're getting what you pay for. Cons. I think I know what the first one probably is, and that's going to be cha-ching. It costs more, it yeah. It costs more, yes. Yes, and... as I can attest by looking at our credit card statement. <laughs> mm. It costs more, but it's so worth it. You know, it weighs out the costing more. Okay. Any other so, cons? The other con is um, you can have, actually, you can have too much room because then you can spread out all your paraphernalia. I think you're I think you're pushing it now. How about let's how about the reverse of what you said was a pro on the inside which is that it gets really dark at night. In the balcony cabin, potentially depending on the ship and it's usually not lights from land or from the ocean or whatever the passing ship. It's sometimes the lights from outside the ship or whatever. Right. Or if you sleep in or you want to take a nap during the day, we, you, we've had problems with like those darn, especially on old ships, those darn curtains don't want to close shut. Right. And so it's hard to get a darker room. So you need a blindfold unless if you're sensitive to light. So that would be an opposite. And, right. you know, you've talked about a tip. If you have the kind of curtains that come together, 
you'd sure to tip before. Use your towel clips? Yeah. Clip them. Clip them together so those pesky curtains say, stay shut. That's um, right. Let's mention some special categories of cabins just briefly here before we move on. Um, there are some cruise lines that have some ships that have special cabins for solo travelers like on the region they have the studio staterooms mm -hmm. um, which can be a real nice if you want privacy um, different people that are traveling together can each have their own own cabin mm -hmm. uh, without paying the um, special supplement um, or if you are traveling you're a solo traveler you can you can do that um, there's also some cruise lines have spa balconies that are located mm. close to spa and have extra extra um, um, what do you call it Extra time in the, in well, the, yeah. I was, the spa where you can go into the pools. Right. I was thinking like the perks that go through them. Like you maybe have better um, bathroom products and stuff like that. Maybe you have better a better bedspread, you know. Um, bedspread. Just kidding. <laughs> you making fun of the old old man here. Old man in. You get a nice bedspread and a spa balcony. Spa, spa steam. Um, there's also some have, there's some family um cabins of various types of balconies whatever right. which I, I don't just mean hey the family can go because that generally applies if it's a big enough cabin but there's some the cruise lines out on the balcony yeah no 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 <laughs> so there's some cruise lines like i know on some carnival ships they've got um i think it's called family harbor suites yeah where harbor they have State connecting rooms. balconies no so. no that's not what i'm talking oh. about i'm just talking about they are near kind of like with the studio um staterooms on the region where they have that studio lounge nearby right they've got a family lounge nearby for oh, the family man. yeah so there's some special in another one there's a bunch there's havana the havana ones which have kind of a cabana style on some of the newer norwegian carnival ships carnival sorry carnival um like on mardi gras they were very cool i was tempted by those i was like Ooh, i kind of wish we'd gotten those because you not only get the havana cabana rooms oh that's that was such a fun bar to hang out in. yes well that's where it's going because you're near the bar which anyone on the ship can go to but they also have an out on deck a separate havana bar that's outside that only the havana the people staying the havana cabanas can that's that rhymes can can go to <laughs> and they have their own pool so nice. some perks there um other special categories the cove balconies where it's more of a cutout in the steel on the side of the ship like a, like on some of the, oh, the disney yeah, like disney they're so cool wonder i think they're very hard to get yeah there's not a lot of them on, on the ships usually some ships don't have yeah. them at all and then there's the infant the infinite balconies like on celebrity and oh, there's the also yeah where the window goes halfway down becomes a deck yep and Virtual balconies where you have a video screen. It's actually an inside stateroom, but you have a, a, a big, basically a TV screen that looks like you have a view outside. It looks like you have a balcony or at least a window outside because it's it's projecting an image from outside the ship. Into yeah, it's the really cool. Yeah, it's a, kind of a nice compromise between the, the less expensive and the balconies. I would say we should try that sometime. <laughs> maybe we will. And also, of course, there's 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 special suites and um, like concierge uh, type um, Ooh, la, la. ones, concierge. like the Haven on NCL and so forth. So, okay, we got a lot more to share here. Hopefully, you're liking this. If you are liking this, hit the thumbs up icon below. That really helps us out. We appreciate it. It helps other people find our videos. And right. hey, let's have more join the party. As we continue to talk about staterooms, next up, let's talk about stateroom locations. Yes. 
what, where, where's good and bad places for your stateroom? You want to start and then I'll jump in and share some ideas of where on the ship would be a good versus a bad place for so your stateroom. If you get seasick mm-hmm. really easily, the middle is the most stable part of the ship. Mm-hmm. So I would say the middle or lower decks right. um, is good place so you don't get as motion sickness. Yeah, that's a good tip, and we share that a lot. Think of the ship as like uh, being on a seesaw, and one end where one person would sit on the seesaw is the front, and the other end is the back. When the ship really moves, the person on the front and the back where you normally would sit on a seesaw are going to move up and down a lot, but if somebody, you was a sitter, you put your little kitty cat or your dog on the middle with the part where it actually rests on the structure, that part barely moves. So (laughs) using that principle, um, this has been science with Dan, you, you can, you'll be better off in the middle. And also, like you said, um, being on lower deck is usually you're, you're going to feel the motion less too. You won't get sick. Yeah. Any other suggestions for locations on the ship, cabins to avoid or Um, cabins? I would say if you want a view, Mm -hmm. um, make sure you don't get an obstructive view. Oh yeah. And one way, yeah. Because otherwise you get an obstructive view and you're thinking you'll only see half of the window, but it's actually then you get an obstructive view and that's the lifeboat in front of you. Right. And that's a common obstruction is the lifeboats. Mm -hmm. Um, Being someone that went to Boston Garden back in the day when uh, it was the old school Boston Garden and there were a lot of pillars and support pieces going to my first concert there i was like okay my chair has a great view of this big metal girder awesome where's the band where's the band and you can have the same thing happen with an obstructed balcony or an ocean view cabin um typically if you work with the travel agent or if you carefully check the location on the ship you can you can avoid that but um if you choose to let the cruise line pick your specific room they have different names for it but you can save some money by letting them choose your balcony or your or your ocean view state room yeah you might end up annoyingly assigned in a beautiful balcony or ocean view with a view of a nice orange yellow red lifeboat right yeah so not 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 ideal so that would be a good stateroom to avoid uh the other one is um Try not to be across the hall from the garbage or, the garbage. or the trash room because it's really stinky. What are What ship are you sailing on? Are you talking about the garbage barge you went on at one time? You're you're really you're digging deep here. You're digging no. deep. Okay. And the other thing mm. is you want to stay away from like um, nightclubs and oh, yeah. because it's really noisy areas you or yep. very popular areas you want to avoid yeah our we we booked a cruise last minute was it last year and it was a last minute cruise so we didn't really have any choice in order to get the type of cabin we wanted right we had to be directly above the comedy club yeah and i, I you you it. you were more i i'm i'm i tend to go to bed early and you tend to um be more of a, a, a what do you call it a night owl and, I and you actually i think you went to that comedy show and yeah. i was in the room and i wasn't going to bed yet but i was kind of winding down i had the tv off i was just the reading or whatever and then i heard um what was it wannabe yeah. by the spice girls playing yeah. really loud below our floor uh-huh. and then i heard 
on a pay system, somebody announcing a comedian, and then I heard applause and laughter for the next half hour, 45 minutes. It was awesome. <laughs> and on our first cruise, I didn't know what I was doing. I booked us a room directly below the Lido deck. So we heard oh the sounds of, of the chairs moving, Scraping, especially first thing in the morning when they're setting running, them up. Yep. Which they so shouldn't run. Avoid the public areas next to your stateroom, above your stateroom, or below your stateroom. It's best to be on, on a deck in, in a room below other staterooms and above other staterooms. Exactly. You might think, I want to be, oh, we could be on, on deck uh, nine and we'll be right below the Lido deck or be on deck uh, seven and we'll be right above where all the cool restaurants are. But there's a there's a payoff. There's a trade-off. <laughs> so, Ooh, yeah. a payoff? Yeah. No, no, I misspoke. <laughs> Calm down now. Okay, so any other um, pros or cons? How about if I share one that I'm surprised you didn't come up with? As far as a stateroom location goes, we really like it on ships where it's available for a reasonable price to get an aft balcony. Yeah. Amazing view, right? Right. And you can watch the... <laughs> you, can do the you can watch the pier runners. I know it's what yeah. you're going to say. You can do that from a lot of balconies, depending on how the, how the ship is um, in port. Uh, but the view of the wake so so relaxing in the morning mm. during the day and after dark when it's just quiet and you just, you see just the wake. barely see the, the the wake in the in the little bit of light coming from the ship and just hear that sound very soothing i really enjoy that and usually the balconies um on the ships at least on carnival when we've gotten those are tend to be larger so yeah. that's a good location um other locations I, people have asked before if you should avoid a cabin close to the elevators and in our experience, they're usually the, the elevators are separated enough from the actual corridor that the staterooms are in. Um, our last Disney cruise, we were just a couple doors down from where you enter to go into the, the It was elevator. actually nice. It was, it was very convenient. And yeah. you might get a little bit more foot tra traffic with people going down the hall towards their staterooms. But mm -hmm. I, I think that uh, as opposed to being above or below a public venue, I think being near the elevators works out pretty well. Yeah. So, any other stateroom locations, uh, suggestions, pros, cons, tips? I'm mm. sure we're forgetting something. So comment down below and let us know your favorite stateroom uh, location or if you ever, ever had an experience like we had where you picked a stateroom that just wasn't great. Mm. Yeah. Leave the comments below. Yeah, do that. And um, also, if you... If you you're really if you picked out a cabin you think you want or a stateroom you picked out the specific room you're like I want room uh, seven three four five or double o seven okay let's pick one number and stick with it I don't think many ships have a double o seven for a stateroom okay. number seven three four five you picked it out you've booked it or you're thinking of booking it and you're going I, I hope this isn't one of those obstructed view ones that Joy was talking about, or I hope this isn't one where people say like, oh, the mini fridge doesn't work. Um, go, there's websites you can go to to learn um, about specific rooms, um, cruiseline.com, mm -hmm. um, who who's also has sh the Shipmate app, yes. um, allows people to put up reviews of the specific rooms mm -hmm. by room number and um, post photos. So go there. You, you, not every stateroom on every ship is going to have photos and not everyone's even going to have um, reviews, but a lot of them do. And it can be very helpful. Mm -hmm. um, that's one site. And then I think the other one's cruisedeckplans.com. So that's got some. Or shipmates. 
Yeah, should made up. Yep, that's what that's what I use probably the most. That's a good one. Yeah, so let's move on. Um, let's move on to some thoughts about um, staterooms by, and we kind of touched on this, but by cruise line. Okay. So, pick a cruise line of the cruise lines we've been on. What should we start with? You want to start with? Uh, uh, let's start with Carnival. Carnival. We're start, We're going alphabetical, I think. Yeah. Carnival. So. Any specific thoughts? I kind of just mentioned about the aft balconies, which can apply to other cruise lines, but on Carnival, they don't cost much more. No, and, uh, and we've always had we've always had pretty good luck with Carnival. I mean, we've we've never gotten sick. Well, we're talking about the state motion room. Sick. Okay, okay. Oh, oh, you're talking about the stateroom. Okay, yeah. we're talking about the stateroom still, but you're talking motion sickness, even being an aft cabin, still. Um, don't get don't get motion sick. So that's right, better. and when we've had um, the, like a side balcony, it's mm -hmm. it still is really good. Okay, you know, and when the time that um, I've always liked our our rooms, you know. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, again, talking about Carnival, um, the older ships. Um, the, the more recent ships, I should say, the Excel class ships, the Mardi Gras, the uh, uh, Carnival Celebration, Carnival Jubilee, these ships have a more modern look and they have more outlets and USB ports. That's really um, nice. We really liked um, sailing on Mardi Gras and the balcony cabin we had, which, well, it was a side cabin. It wasn't an aft, but it was, um, it, it was decorated really nicely. It had a huge flat screen TV. And, um, but what I was, my point I'm trying to get to is on the older ships, mm -hmm. a lot of times you've got one outlet in the main room and you have no USB ports. So if you need to plug something in, like if you have a CPAP machine or you want to charge more than one phone, you need to plan ahead. And as of last I checked, Carnival still does not allow power strips, but you can take a basic um, uh, extension cord as long as it doesn't have a little button with for surge protection, those are typically allowed. Take that so you're prepared for the one outlet you're going to find on a lot of these old ships. And this applies to other cruise lines too, but since we've sailed on Carnival a lot, I you got to say that I've noticed that's pretty common on most yeah. of the ships. Yeah. And some of the newer ships are so nice that it doesn't feel like you're on a cruise ship. It feels mm. like you're just at a mall, you know, enjoying. Yeah. Everything, going to restaurants, looking, well, shopping. Especially on the, these big uh, Oasis class ships on Royal Caribbean. It's like yeah. those indoor neighborhoods. You do feel like you're in a mall or something. And but, they're so big that you don't even feel the ship moving unless mm -hmm. you're out on the balcony or out on the decks, you know, mm -hmm. the Lido deck. Yeah. And you can see the ship moving by the land. Okay. And okay, let's 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 stay focused on staterooms now. Yep. But you you do raise a good point. And as these ships move to they, they have the stabilizers and um they have um lick the liquefied gas instead of the mm. diesel, which creates a lot less pollution pollution, which again should not affect your stateroom either way. Don't but, light a match. <laughs> yes, again, for carnival staterooms, you know, check. Book beforehand. Keep in mind what we said about before about if you let them choose your stateroom, it could be, have an obstructed view. Yeah. But um, we recommend the aft balconies, and if you really want to have a special uh, balcony experience on some of the classes of ships, on several classes of Carnival ships, um, like Carnival Liberty, for example, 
they have these corner, these premium, mm, I think they call premium, so premium Vista balconies. And there's only on a lot of these ships, they only have like six of them, but it's a corner balcony. And it's, it's not at the normal shape room with the shapes a little different. And the furnishings are slightly different. The bathroom's usually a different spot. Yeah. But the thing is, it's got a huge balcony that is not only on the back of the ship, but it wraps around the side of your room it's to so the nice. side. Yeah. yeah. So that's a nice thing with Carnival. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to another cruise line. What do you want it alphabetically? I guess Disney um, would be next. What, sure, what can Disney. you say about Disney? Um, and, and they 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 don't call their balcony rooms balcony rooms. They call them verandas. Verandas. Okay. Verandas. So what should people know? Um, and what tips do you have about Disney staterooms? Disney staterooms. What they they what we encountered was they have two bathrooms. One with a a sink and a toilet. And the other with a sink and a shower. Right. So like a split bathroom. So I usually give him the, the one I usually the, get the shower. <laughs> yeah. The shower with the little half tub and then I get the one with the toilet. So I put my, <laughs> my uh, toiletries in there and, 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 and have some, have sense. some, some air freshener in there with me yep. when I'm brushing my teeth and she gets to go brush her teeth in there with the uh, nice shower. Anyway, it's a split <laughs> bathroom. It's, and it's not, not all the, uh, the not all the staterooms on Disney have that, but it's a nice feature that I think you'll find in most of the staterooms on Disney. And it's really great for families getting mm -hmm. ready for dinner. And then they also have a really nice, like, curtain that separates the little couch area yeah, and let's, your bed. Let's be careful here. This is let's we're describing a veranda room. So it, like an inside room may not have that. Mm -hmm. But for a veranda room, which the Disney ships have a lot of verandas, it's very popular to have the room with a balcony. Yeah. You're describing it's a curtain. And we've seen this on on another cruise line where they had a curtain, but line. it didn't it didn't actually it was just decorative. You couldn't pull it across the room. Right. The Disney ships we've been on Disney Dream and Disney Wish, you could pull the curtain, you could have it anchored back against the wall, or you could pull it across the room, and it was heavy enough that it, you could have lights on one side of the room with the couch or the side with a bed, and it could be dark on the other side. Right, So yeah. it was great if one of us wanted to sleep, the other one wanted to read or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, that's a real nice touch. That is really nice. Mm -hmm. I think they were very thoughtful on, on that. Yeah, yeah, so. and um, again... Balcony if you know rooms. of another cruise ship that has a curtain in the room, comment, it, comment down below. Please. We gotta know. <laughs> yeah. So um, also, um, like I mentioned before, if you want a cove balcony, which is more of an enclosed balcony, those a couple really of the cool. Disney ships have those. Right. They're hard to get though. No, there's not that many of them. So anything else on Disney or should we move on to? Disney does wonderful decorating in the, in the mm -hmm. staterooms and you can there's there's so many hidden mickeys and it's kind of a challenge to see how many mickeys you can find in your stateroom yeah so okay <laughs> and just... some of the pictures mm -hmm. on the in our in our one of our suites that suites. they had state the rooms. yeah staterooms yeah. they had the way that the paintings Looked like there was lights on the painting, but it was just the reflection yeah, of the light. That was cool. Was yeah, so we actually cool. yeah, that was on uh, Disney Wish, I think. And uh, the, think the so, painting, yeah. I think it was like from uh, the Princess and the Frog, or was inspired by that movie. I think because it was mm -hmm. like kind of like like a like a 
what I call like a swamp area that had like little like fireflies in it. That looked right. like, I was like, there's lights in this painting. I can't believe it. And you're like, no, it's just the light reflecting. I was like, no, I think it's lights. And then you dim the lights. And I was like, okay, you're right. <laughs> but it's a very cool effect. So they it think is. about all the touches. So I think that applies. That's true about Disney cruises in general. They think about the little touches. You can pay a little bit more than the other cruise lines that we're mentioning here. But you know what? It, you get what you pay for. So they do a great job. Should we move on? What, one more? One more for one more. Disney. Okay. Is that you can get Mickey ice cream bars from that's not <laughs> that's not stateroom specific, but it's you order it in your stateroom, it's room yeah. service. So let's talk about room service <laughs> for all these cruise lines. Then let's move on to Norwegian. What should people know about Norwegian Cruise Line and the staterooms on their pros and cons? Um, in any tips? Well, I really like Norwegian, but we did get a stateroom one time mm -hmm. with Norwegian an inside room and we did it for to save it a little money but mm -hmm. we were on an alaskan cruise and right. we were just kicking ourselves because that would have been a great time to get a balcony yeah. to watch all the animals go by the scenery go by mm -hmm. look for ice <laughs> yeah <laughs> look for that glacier ice not the ice in the, in the drinks in the room yeah right. it's that's one of the things about just like anything else in life cruising for a while you start to realize that you're making some of the mistakes that you need to warn other people about or at right. least you know let people know so they so they're aware um having a room near a public or above or below a public area is one thing but in having an inside cabin we were traveling with a group of i think we had three cabins between us and we thought we'd be out of the room most of the time and we were but it was it was a tight space to be in and we had to go on public deck anytime we want to see something going on. So right. we'd find out that we we're going by something very scenic. We're like, oh, we got to get out of the room quick. Let's go. So, yeah, that's one thing to keep in mind. Now, that's not, I don't know if that's in the region specific, but it was for us. So next time yeah. we do an Alaskan cruise, we're getting a balcony. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Other other things about Norwegian, I would say, is um, at least the ships we've been on, Norwegian really does a good job with uh, decorating and and um, refurbishing and keeping the ships kind of looking current, at least for the state right. rooms. Um, and um, they I, they have wonderful bars. I really like their bars. Okay, we're talking about state rooms. Oh, <laughs> you keep trying to change the top to food and drink. Yeah. Um, they have this what they call sail away cabins which is uh the concept i mentioned earlier where you can save some money by booking a cruise and saying just give me a balcony just give me an interior just you know you pick the type and then they they assign to you to wherever they have left mm -hmm. but if you care about a view oh, see they, they care um if you care about the view if you can have a balcony or an ocean view you might get an obstructive view if you save a little money doing that sail away. So keep that in mind. Um, the other thing I'll say about Norwegian and their staterooms, and this is something that you probably didn't um, deal with as much, but when you book the cruise, the thing that they do uh, is they'll send out, oh, I don't know, four months, five months before the cruise, they'll send out an offer for you to bid on an upgrade Ooh. to a suite or whatever you get a, a variety of choices and there's a minimum bid you can put in and then you you wait and see perhaps up until the last minute right before the the day of the cruise they can tell you hey you get to be in the haven now Ooh. and i did bid and we didn't get it so mm -hmm. i didn't bid enough and i think we did fine otherwise but doing that the downside of doing that was aside like i said you don't necessarily find out until the last minute is 
if you're trying to upgrade into something that has a lot of perks like the Haven does, where you get the Haven restaurant and you get other mm -hmm. things that you wouldn't have to pay for in a balcony, say, you don't know what to do as far as booking, especially dining and all this, all this other stuff, getting room, um, room gifts, like drink beverages and snacks for the first, the balcony. So it kind of puts you in a position like, should I be doing that? Or maybe we'll get the deal. So I don't know. I just didn't like the uncertainty of it. And, you know, it's smart of them to do that because then they're getting the most, most money and people have a chance to pay less than it would have been um, booking a suite or whatever straight up. Right. Yep. Any, anything else on Norwegian? I love Norwegian. <laughs> they have excellent service. We've been on a lot of cruise lines we love. So, um, and we're going to be going on Celebrity soon. Um, and we're going to be going back on Royal Caribbean again soon, which we haven't been on Royal Caribbean in a while. That was the last cruise line we went on before the big shutdown. And mm -hmm. we had a cruise we were going to go on with Royal Caribbean after it and for unrelated reasons. We didn't. I'm not doing that one. But we're finally getting back on there. We're going to be going on the Lure of the Sea. So one of those Oasis class. Let's talk about the Royal Caribbean staterooms. Pros, cons, any thoughts on that, tips? I can't remember because it was so... You want me to go then? Yes, go okay. then. So we, the ship we were on that time was Mariner of the Seas. Oh, yeah. And the, the at least, and this is again in 2020, but at least at the time, the room was pretty dated. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I like about the, the room, though, is the bed has the, those, those curved corners at the end. The mattress does. So it's, I think you even have a name for it. It's like the Royal Caribbean mattress or the Royal mattress or something, but it's kind of a nice, you know, even it was a balcony, decent sized balcony, but it was um, nice to have a little extra space as you're walking around the bed. To right. have it curved. Now, if you're really, really tall, you might miss that extra space on the mattress, but it's just on the corners. Um, the other thing that we had happen was, and this probably happens on some other classes of ships or at least other ships within the same class, but we got in there and there was this loud music playing and we we're like, where is that coming from? How do we turn that off? And it was weird because it wasn't like the same music that was playing in the corridor or anything. And we were, I was looking around and I finally found like a little old school dial, like volume dial underneath the like desk area. And so I dealt it down thinking I was, was going to solve the problem. What a genius. And nothing happened. But we finally, I think you mentioned or I mentioned to this to the stateroom attendant and they're like, oh, I'll take care of it. And after, I don't know, 15 minutes or so, it got turned off. Oh, yeah. Um, and I mentioned this. Uh, this sounds like it could be just some weird quirk with our room. But I mentioned this. But then another, I forget who it was, but another channel that we that we uh, listen to or that we're friends we with follow. or watch um, mentioned the same same issue. And I think it was on Mariner, but it might have been a friendship. So it's just kind of one of the little quirks. Um, and then... Two other things to mention about Royal Caribbean, and you can jump in if you have others. Um, but um, two things is on a lot of their ships, the Oasis class ships, and then ships like the Mariner of the Seas, um, they have balconies that face the ocean, like most traditional cruise ships, but they also have balconies that face indoors, which is a really different concept. Yeah. So be sure you know what you're getting when you're booking it. Maybe you want a balcony that's facing the, the, uh, uh, Royal Promenade or yeah. Central Park or the Boardwalk area, but it's a different, it's going to be a different experience and a different view, mm -hmm. obviously, than being able to watch the ocean or being able to watch the ports float by, I think, as you said. Um, so that's another thing to know. Um, and, and one more thing I'll say about, um, and this is our experience on Royal Caribbean, 
and this has been on other ships too. I think we experienced this with Disney. Watch, watch. If you're doing your own booking, if you're not using a travel agent, or, or you ask your travel agent about this, when look at the deck plan. If you're getting a balcony, look for what they call a hump balcony. Oh yeah. Because some of these these ships have these modern designs where it's not just a flat straight side. It actually kind of curves out at certain points. It kind of bubbles out, and the rooms, the balconies that happen to be on at the those at the on the humps, yeah, have the advantage of having um, a, at least a kind of an extra view because if you get it towards the front or the back of the hump, you're going to have sort of an angled view, so you'll be able to look forward, look forward or back easier as well as side to the side of the ship right but also a lot of times the room will have or the balcony itself will have a little extra space right it's usually nice. usually the same price as the ones right next to it that mm -hmm. just are standard balconies right yeah anything else on royal caribbean uh i i think i had a fun time okay so, <laughs> i remember having a fun time yeah well we're looking forward to going back we got a lot of a lot of cruises in our future we hope you do too right. um and also if you want more information about cruising in general and you haven't done so yet be sure to subscribe it right. doesn't cost anything it's just a way to follow us just click the subscribe button down below mm -hmm. and you'll be able to see our future videos we hate for you to lose track of us because we enjoy having you with us here on our podcast or watching our regular day-to-day -day cruise day fund videos that's right so now let's talk about some general stateroom tips and i might recap a couple so feel free if you need to re to to emphasize things we mentioned before but what tips do you have for just staterooms in general? What should people know about their staterooms? What can help them? So um, staterooms, no matter what size your stateroom is, mm -hmm. always bring like an air freshener. Oh, yeah. Because there's... For, for, for Dan's toilet uh, split bathroom on the Disney ship. I did ship. not say that. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you're thinking. No, but sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, the... There's not a lot of airflow, so you yeah. just need to freshen your room up. <laughs> right, right. I think that's a good tip, regardless of the cruise line or the um, type of room you've selected. The air can get stale, and also there can be unpleasant smells that can come um, in through the other, the other, through the other bathrooms or through whatever. So the bat, without getting into it too much, the bathrooms. Um, uh, toilets and such on a cruise ship work differently than they do on land. Um, so sometimes, you know, you can get some some residual smell. And if you're in an inside an ocean view cabin, it's not like you can just you know open the door and get some fresh air. Right. You can't like you know you know swing open the the the, the door or or open the windows like you could at home. So right. a little bit of a little spray. You get you've gotten the like non aerosol yeah. sprays, so that comes really handy. And also, you know, don't be afraid to ask your steward mm -hmm. or go to customer service if you need more towels or yep. blankets, because sometimes it does get cold in the room sometimes. Yeah. And mm -hmm. like for me, I like to have a lot of pillows and blankets on me. So, yep. And you, you like to have what you want. I, and, it's good to get that established right at front. Usually what happens is you'll meet your room steward um, the first one of the day you on board. And when you're first in your room, you're waiting for your luggage or you're getting ready to go to dinner and there'll be a knock at the door and they might ask you when you want your room to be, you know, to clean, you know, morning, evening, whatever. And that's a great time to let them know right up front. Yeah, 
Also, can you bring extra towels? Um, I like to let the room steward know that first night that I like to have a bucket of ice in the room. Mm -hmm. So if you tell them that, generally what's going to happen with, uh, with an attentive room steward, which is usually what we have, uh -huh. come back from dinner, the room's all made up and there's a nice fresh bucket of ice so I can, you know, have a drink in the evening, a Diet Coke or something more fun. Yeah. It's good to have. So just yeah, let them know what you want. It's just like when you go to the, the main dining room, you let you let your server know what your tastes are, what you prefer. I don't like broccoli. Never bring me We're broccoli. We're talking about <laughs> state rooms. So that's a good tip. Um, other tips that we've mentioned, don't take, it varies by cruise line, but generally you're not going to be able to take a um, power strip. Um, in fact, some cruise lines might not even allow an extension cord, so double check. But if you can, take an extension cord. Um because a lot of times, especially on older ships, there's one outlet in the room or the outlet's really far from where you might need it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, what you mentioned about the inside cabins, bring a little light if you want some light in the room because it's going to get truffle lights. It is going to be as dark, as dark as any darkness you've ever seen. Dark, dark, dark. <laughs> as dark as a bat cave. Dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, I feel like there's some other tips we could throw out here, but um, let's kind of let's kind of sum up with any final tips and thoughts on staterooms. Um, I'll start with, hey, if you found this helpful, we appreciate it. Give us a thumbs up and all the good stuff. But if you have more questions, you can put them in the comments. But getting a travel agent, getting a travel agent. I like how you're pointing as I'm moving on to the next concept. <laughs> getting a travel agent is a great way to have help with all these things we're talking about. Um, they, the way it works, unlike some other services a travel agent or travel advisor might mm -hmm. provide, the cruise lines pay the travel agent. And you, so you're not paying extra to have a travel agent help you. Um, if you find a good travel agent, do that. Mm -hmm. And um, they can sometimes get you even better deals or maybe some onboard credit too. So yeah, yeah that can come in really handy with getting a good stay room. Mm -hmm. And anything else? I know and we've been going for a while, but yeah. You can also pre-order oh. like drinks or beverages or food even. And if you want to surprise anyone in your group with mm -hmm special decorations like happy birthday happy anniversary yep. happy sailing <laughs> happy happy joy joy yeah so our, exactly. our our very first cruise was our honeymoon cruise yeah and we i somehow i managed to find out that i could get happy honeymoon um decorations put up in the room and she really she really appreciated that when and i saw it i just started crying she, she cried a lot so. during that cruise but it wasn't my fault um <laughs> So every once in a while, we'll I'll, we'll do the decorations again. We always order bottled water for our room. You can order cakes. You can order oh, cookies. You can order fruit. Cookies. You can order souvenirs. Um, you can order beverages. Yeah. So we're going to be doing some videos soon where we talk about, because I've got a lot of questions about, well, you said I could order water for that cruise, but I can't figure out where I'm supposed to do that. <laughs> and I, I I agree that on it can be confusing on how you do that. So we're gonna we're gonna cover that here real soon. Yeah. So keep an eye for that. And if you're not subscribed, you're gonna miss out on that. So yeah. be sure you're subscribed. Subscribe. Anything else we need to say? Thanks for watching. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end. Thank, oh. We hope we hope this the stateroom information was helpful. Um, we'll be back with another 
Cruise Day Fun podcast really soon. We hope you enjoyed it. And what's the final thing you're going to say? You're going to go with the same thing? Be kind and thanks for watching. <laughs> you got a bonus there. Not just thanks for watching. Be kind. Yeah. I like it. I do too. Fun, fun, fun for Cruise Day Fun. Fun, fun, fun for Cruise Day Fun Podcast.